Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello. That's me. <laughs> you know, sometimes you start reading that, you start doing that intro, and I'm just like, I just start reading the lyrics like, oh, there's maybe a joke in here somewhere. I, I have like 10 seconds to, oh, oh, hello. And that's that's pretty much my thought process every time we do a fucking episode. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to know where your head is at when I'm doing that. Yeah. There was the one time where I was like scared because you started talking and I couldn't see a waveform on my recording. <laughs> that <laughs> was pretty bad. That. that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I was looking at this pre-chorus and I was like, some nights they get so bad you almost pick up the podcast. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> and then in, and then I was like, I need to say my name. I need to say something. Hello. Uh, <laughs> the song is called Gnasp. Uh, A.K.A. G.I.N.A.S.F.S., which apparently stands for gay, is not a synonym for shitty. Fuck yeah, bruh! <laughs> Love that 2007 <laughs> activism! What an ally! <laughs> Gay rights, Jennifer Lawrence said. This um, is what an ally looks like. I have another tweet I need to do right now. <laughs> well, this we're like we have such a buffer at this point where there's no fucking way to remember what this episode is gonna say when it comes out. No, um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do the tweet now and put it in our drafts. <laughs> Look at you thinking ahead. That's growth, character development, character Fuck. development. Can you believe we've almost been doing this show for a goddamn year? No, it's horrifying. <laughs> it's wild. There's so many Fall Out Boy songs. I don't think either of us realized how many Fall Out Boy songs there are. I mean, Joe, we did because the whole joke was we were going to do it till we die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. But I, I, you know what? Even with that joke, I feel like it was like aspirational. It was know? aspirational that we would die doing this? I think so. I think a little bit. <laughs> Gnasps. Uh, this is a... Bonus track, I think? No, I don't want to fucking read about Cobra Starship. Jesus it is a bonus Christ. track, yeah. It was from the like extended edition of uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because this uh the the actual outro I think is I've got all this ringing in my ears. Yeah. This record ends with like a weird little voice uh that's like now press repeat. Yeah, and it is on it is on I've got all this ringing. But when they did the bonus they did two bonus tracks on this deluxe version. And the last bonus track also has that. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like less familiar with the bonus tracks because I, I, the only version of Infinity on High I've ever owned is the deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the bonus ones were on a separate CD. Yeah, so and that was a that lot of work. So press, press repeat for just these two fucking songs. Yeah. You know, I've only ever listened to the bonus like track version as well, because uh, I, I got into them I think during the hiatus. So like I was just listening to what was available to me, and this was everywhere. But man, these bonus tracks are so fucking good. This and uh, the other one, <laughs> uh, which is it's hard to say I do and I don't. Uh, but uh, we were just talking off mic about how this record's kind of perfect. Uh, Infinity on high, and I know we've probably said it every episode we come back to this goddamn record. Mm-hmm. But it is still true. Yeah, we uh we we've put the poll out to some of our uh our friends and loved ones 
about uh, who would like to could come on this show and guest. And we had two people pick songs from this record. We've just not fucking rolled them yet. It's, but it's it's a well-loved record. We are among the Infinity on High Respecters. I am the capital T-H-E Infinity on High Respecter. I love this fucking album. Yeah, if you follow our Twitter, SWGD Pod, um, you will notice that, oh, let me guess, um, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Caitlin tweeted, Infinity on High is a perfect album, but that just happened for us, so... Because we're thinking about it, and it's true. It's true. Joe, remind me to tweet that tweet. I just put my drafts when this episode comes out. Hell yeah. I wonder if I can see drafts that you make on, when I have them in the app. You should, I think. Nope. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. No, nope, I, don't, I don't have any drafts. I guess, they're, I guess they're saved locally. Oh, weird. And now okay. we've all learned something. Okay, well, uh, definitely remind me to do it then. Yes, 100%. Genafs is the first bonus track. On Infinity and High Deluxe Edition version. Um, and it's... God, it's so good. This is like... I, I, I said a minute ago... I don't... This might not be true because I haven't thought about it very long. But I was like... Is this... Well, this is definitely one of my favorite Fall Out Boy songs. But like when I'm listening to it, I'm like... Is this number two? Obviously number one is Head First Slide. I don't know if anything can ever combat that at this point. Um, but this might be number two. It's, it's good really one. good I always forget about it. But it fucking... Um... Yeah, it owns bones. It's 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 a little sad. It's upbeat. It kind of like this record kind of does in general. It knows when to sprinkle in that melancholy without like losing momentum, which is like it's kind of hard to do and like nail it. They went and did it on this whole fucking record, and uh, they've never really. I don't even know if, if if they've tried to do it again, but they've certainly not done it again since. Yeah, but yeah. It uh, it's got some really good guitar tones, good uh, chugging. There's mm-hmm. um, there's a, and I think it's in the middle of the chorus where like Patrick is holding out a note, and there's like a a tapping guitar section that I just really like. There's some really good drum fills sprinkled about it. Um, I think it's in the second verse, the one I'm thinking of. I guess we can dig into these these old lyrics. Let's get it. Get it. Let's get this podcast bread. Let's get this lyrical bread, baby. About you that hurt so let me see your moves let me see your moves lips pressed close to mine true blue 
But the prize of any failing empire... Oh, prince, I can't fucking read. Um, (laughs) But the prince of any failing empire knows that everybody wants, everybody wants to drive through the night if it's a drive back home. Neat. (laughs) I don't know how much of this is like... Like, I don't know if this song really needs a super close, deep reading. Um, I feel like it kind of wears its emotions on its sleeves. Yeah. In a, in a, I don't know. It's, I mean, it is genuine. Uh, it's like weirdly honest. Well, there's like other songs in this record we've talked about where it's just like, there's this kind of no wall of irony between the speaker and what it's talking about. Yeah. Like, I think this one's vague in that it's like, maybe if you're Pete, you know who it's talking about, but it's just kind of like a very honest sense of longingness <laughs> that is just, uh, in, in like throughout this whole song. Um, let me see your moves. Let me see your moves. Is just Pete is playing as um Captain Falcon in Smash Brothers, <laughs> and then excuse <laughs> me, he's playing as Yoshi, and he's definitely doing the Yoshi stampede whenever he can. <laughs> you just are really attached to the fucking Yoshi stampede. I love it so much. It's really funny. That's one of my favorite moments of our friendship, honestly. <laughs> I don't even like I only vaguely remember me sending you something with the Yoshi Sampede, but now it's, it's just my like my phone background. <laughs> it's good. I think I think Pete is playing as Captain Falcon and he's telling this other person to show show me your moves. But then the moves are the Yoshi Stampede and Pete gets fucking trampled. Yes, that's the official uh SWGD uh headcanon. Yeah. Uh lips pressed close to mine. True blue. Cool. I don't know what true blue is supposed to reference here. It says in this annotation, true blue is an 80s and 90s slang for saying the real thing. Oh, oh, okay. It was before our time. I do like take your word on that. The annotation. I I like the line. I've loved everything about you that hurt. Because again, what a mood. Uh huh. But I like there's an unreviewed annotation. That says apparently that line is a line from Closer 2004. Is it Closer or Closer? I have not seen the film. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Which was also referenced in Thanks for the Memories uh, with the He Tastes Like You Only Sweeter. But that's uh, unreviewed. So Um, who can say? This annotation is unreviewed, but it's it's Pete talking about a movie. I'm fucking, I'm I'm willing to say that's real. Yeah, I believe it for certain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the annotation for True Blue also is like, Maybe it just means it's genuinely sad. He's he's got the blues. That's I mean I don't know if it is a double entendre, but if it is, it's the song is sad. So sure, that song is sad. Again, to Indeed. quote our friend Wheels, sad. sad. Uh the, the the there's such a long story behind that, and I will never. I don't. I'm not explaining it. The prince, no. the prince of any failing empire knows that everybody wants everybody wants to drive through the night. We have to drive back home. What does the prince have to do with that? Yeah, I don't know. Is this, I guess. I guess is this lyric about Final Fantasy fifteen. Noctis, is that you? Noctis, is Pete Winston's Noctis? Kind of. I mean, it's fucking like honestly, that was years. a missed opportunity. If they could have made Fallout Boy into the Final Fantasy fifteen fucking, boys in a music video, uh, I mean, honestly. What it would have worked. What is the cast of Final Fantasy 15 if not a boy band? 
They really are. They. I'm honestly so upset that this didn't happen now that I've thought of it. Here, all right, here's... No, all right. I'm just realizing all these similarities fucking line up. Noctis is Pete Wentz. These are the same person. <laughs> uh, Andy is Gladio. They're both fucking shredded. Gladio isn't a vegan, but fine. I would, I'm going to say Ignis is Patrick, um, just without a hat. Does that mean Joe Prompto? Yes, and they're both fucking... Like clowns, so it's fine. <laughs> I think it tracks. I think I think we fucking cracked the code. We did it. Oh, I'm gonna have to make a shitty Photoshop for this episode. Yeah, yeah, we've we've, we've figured it out. Anyways, that's like not maybe ten whole years early. <laughs> uh, who could say? Um, the pre-chorus continues. Things aren't the same anymore. Some nights they get so bad you almost pick up the phone. Oh, 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 that that's me pretending to do Patrick's singing again. Pretty straightforward. Like things are bad. Things are are feeling different. And you almost you, you have that impulse control of like, do I just reach out and, and like try and get a thing back? But don't. Yeah. Or even like just like calling someone like like having such a bad time. That, mm. like, you want to talk to someone that you know would bring you comfort, but, like, you don't because, you know, it's over and you know that. Then the chorus is fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the chorus is sad. The chorus is very sad. Oh. Um, trade baby blues for wide-eyed browns. I sleep with your old shirts and walk through this house in your shoes. You know, it's strange. It's a strange way of saying that I know I'm supposed to love you. I'm supposed to love you. Damn. Yeah, fuck. Fuck. Um, I think the main thing that struck me as I was reading these is the, like, I sleep with your old shirts and walk through this house in your shoes kind of indicates that the person is, like, probably of the same gender just because, like, the way that shoe sizing works. It's really hard for folks to share shoes a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, I never really did much thinking about shoe sizes. But yeah. Yeah. I think like, I think if I mean, you could walk in someone's shoes if they're too big, but not the other way around. Yeah, if they're too small. Pete Wentz, what's your shoe size? Pete Wentz, what's your shoe what's your shoe size? I refuse to Google anything about any follow boy members' feet. <laughs> But listen, if folks wanted to do that work for us, though, I wouldn't say no. Just just get like a VPN, go incognito, something. Do yourself that favor. I am not doing this research. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just, again, it's like something just weirdly, genuinely honest about like that kind of like, like missing that what used to be comfort and still feeling like there is comfort and holding on to it. Yeah, and then it gets really sad because it's, like, then you say... Because, like, I totally get the feeling of, like, wearing an ex's clothes or whatever or, like, keeping Mm -hmm. stuff that they had around. But, like, then it gets into the... It's a strange way of saying that I know I'm supposed to love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, like, kind of changes the sentiment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you you think the sentiment is? I don't know, because, like, like, the idea of, like, sleeping with someone's shirts and walking around in their shoes kind of indicates like oh you miss them and you're like trying to hold on to like those feelings and those like sensory memories and stuff but then like when you say like I know I'm supposed to love you which is why I'm doing this 
it almost kind of changes to like I don't know feeling like doing that because you're expected to mm-hmm. or like like I don't know I guess I kind of take it as like some kind of reflection reflection of like the grief process. Yeah, I think it's just like a weird spot in in processing it where it's like feeling like that you don't really have a, a choice than to like feeling like I'm just this is what I'm supposed to be doing like like there isn't any agency involved. Yeah, well and maybe too like when when it comes to like breakups and stuff, I think like especially if maybe you were the one who ended it um and cuz like I've definitely broken up with someone not because they did anything wrong. Or not because, like, it was bad, but just because, like, it wasn't working for me. And mm-hmm. I've definitely had the sentiment of, like, I'm supposed to feel some kind of way about you and I don't. Yeah. And I think that kind of translates over. And I could kind of see, like, if you, if that was the situation, like, maybe feeling guilty and hanging on to those items and, like, walking around with them as, like, you mm-hmm. know, that sentiment of, like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm supposed to have, like cared about you and i'm supposed to be sad and feeling bad about this yeah like like that there is there's so much to say about that feeling of like that that like feeling of this was supposed to just work and it doesn't which i don't know that's just it it just be like that yeah it sometimes sometimes you can do everything right and it still just doesn't work yeah so it's, it's just people you know just be different yeah sometimes Sometimes people, sometimes people can be nice and great, and it just doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't float your boat. Yeah, absolutely. And then you should go to therapy and work on uh, your processing those feelings. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like <laughs> I don't know how much deeper we can go into this without just being like, well, and then you grow as a person, and you yeah, eventually find you... something that does make you like happy and fulfilled. Yep. Verse two is also sad. First two is very sad, but it also has like some of my favorite lyrics. Like uh, as as much as like there is some good stuff in in verse one and and uh, the chorus that I think is solid. Verse two, uh, pretty much every line is like one hundred percent great. Uh, I've already given up on myself twice. Third time is the charm. Third time is the charm. Through caution to the wind, but I've got a lousy arm, and I've traced your shadows on the wall. Now I kiss them whenever I'm down, whenever I'm down, figured on not figuring myself out. It's so good. It's, it's, it kind of just fires on all cylinders front to back. It fucking rules. Mm-hmm. It's like coherent. It flows well together. There's the, super good imagery. Yeah, the, the metaphors are like, they're not, not like too much, but like good yeah, they just, like, evoke, like, like, especially through caution to the wind, but I've got a lousy arm, just evokes it's every... <laughs> it's 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 so good. It evokes, like, every moment in that processing, just, like, saying, fuck this, but, like, the the incapability of actually being able to do that. And it's good, like, giving up on yourself and being like, well, I'm just supposed to do it again. I'm, I guess I'm just not going to figure myself out. Like, everything is just... A mess, yeah. but like in, inside of this, you still have that longingness of like shadows on the wall and kissing them whenever I'm down is just like uh, that. Like similar to the shirts and the shoes, it's just like that. Uh, that like trying to regain that comfortable thing that is gone. That longingness is like I don't know. It's just portrayed really, really well in like a a very honest way that we look at it and we say big mood. Yeah.
I looked at that and I was like, damn. Fuck. Fucking just come for me. Yep. I don't I don't know what uh, else I can I don't know what else there is to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, the pre-chorus and the chorus are the same again, and then uh then we get to verse three. Oh, are you gays ready for astrology? Uh, verse three, born under a bad sign, you saved my life. That night on the roof of your hotel, cross my heart and hope to die, splinter from the headboard in my eye, photo-proofed kisses I remember so well. Damn. Fucking born when Mercury was in retrograde, I guess. <laughs> Pete, Pete's a Gemini. Pete is a Gemini. <laughs> These are just facts. We are just stating the facts. Yeah, there's a lot of people uh, assuming that, like, yeah, save my life uh, on the on the roof of your hotel, alluding to um, various suicide attempts. Um, but this one says Wince was in a, the annotation on Genius.com. Please sponsor us. Says Wince was in a hotel room with his friend and band named Patrick. Uh, and he tried to kill himself, but Patrick saved him. This could be a reference to that instead of a past lover, or it could be both. It could, I mean, this probably, song is gay, so... Yeah. Cross my heart and hope to die, splintered from the headboard in my eye. I don't know, why is it in quotes? I don't know. It says it's a, a, it's like a play on words of like a, cross my heart and hope to die, stick a needle in my eye, but instead Yeah, I mean, I about, got that, but that doesn't explain yeah. the quotes. Yeah, I think it's just meaning, meaning it to be a, like a, a phrase, or maybe maybe it's just something that he said. And like maybe it's just such a specific thing that's just like that's this one's for Pete. Uh splintered from the headboard. Yeah. Photo there's nothing on photo proof kisses, so I guess no one has some fucking deep lore about photos of Pete kissing somebody. Um Well and photo proofed almost makes it sound like like PR images. Hmm. Cause you know how you get like proofs of things? You raise a point I never would have considered. Boom. Boom, galaxy brain. I'm having a good galaxy brain night. What is photoproofing? It is a process through which photographers' clients get to select their favorite photographs from a photo session. And I think that would be interesting going along with the, like, the underlying like queer reading of it, right? Of like, like Pete probably couldn't have gotten away with like being in an out queer relationship at the t- like possibly yeah. ever, but certainly not at the time. I don't know. And yeah, so I, like I feel the, like a lot of people talked about him being bi for, for forever. They did, but I feel like there'd be a difference between, like, talking about that and actually seeing, like, Pete Wentz at, like, the VMAs with a dude as his date. Maybe. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think it really just depends on, like, there's, there's probably multiple different demographics who would respond in very different ways. Yeah, but the, the idea of, like, photo-proofed kisses kind of, in my mind, is, like, oh, like the the PR like images that you show to the world versus like what is actually like your reality I guess and like I feel like mm-hmm. that would like too if you did have to do that like because the line like I remembered so well like I feel like that would stick in your head so much more of like having to do something like that yeah or maybe like talking about PR and press stuff maybe it was something that was for photo shoots that meant more to Pete then it might have led on, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I have no clue of what specific thing he's referencing, but it does feel like there's a specific, there's specific things being referenced in verse three. Yeah. Um, but then it plays the chorus again. 
and this genius page does say that it has the now press repeat outro so maybe there is a version that does i do like this top comment that says pete wins support gay rights <laughs> god papa john says okay <laughs> the annotations on this are okay but i have a hard time believing the song is about a she same also yeah. my mood papa john mhm thank you papa john there's a, I, I went to more more comments. One of them just says Pete is bisexual. And then uh, there's one that says, uh, we all know the song is about Patrick and Pete. Uh, maybe one of, maybe part of it is. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good song. It's a, it rules. It's a fucking yeah. great song. Yeah, lot, lots of uh, musical stuff I really like. Vocal delivery, solid. Um, lyrics, fucking top notch. Sad. Yeah. But not too sad. Just yeah. sad enough. But not too not sad. It's like the perfect amount of sad. Uh-huh. It makes me go like, oh, without like Damn. spiraling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what's the most likely Fallout Boy song I would cry to? Um, it's probably on this record, whatever it is. I think mine is maybe Golden. Really? Golden is sad. Golden is sad, but I feel like it's just a sad that I look at and I'm like, that is sad. But it doesn't really touch me in a specific way. I don't know what it is because I don't even think it's the lyrics. Just like the mood of that song makes me deeply sad. Yeah, it's super fucking like down on itself. But yeah. I just kind of like observe it and I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of other songs that make me really sad off this album. <laughs> it's all of them. There's a lot of them on here. It might, I don't know, maybe Like a Lawyer. Yeah, Like a like, Lawyer is like, like my a... favorite Fallout Boy song, though. Yeah, it's got a, it's got such a like, not really a waltz, but like a slow sort of groove to it that's like consistent, very melancholy. Um... I don't know. Save those save those takes for when we get there. But it's true. It's, In a hundred years, when we've finally gotten through this entire album, we yeah. can let you know which one's sixteen songs on this record. Infinity on High is a perfect record, and Strike Two is a perfect film. These Thank are the you, truths. And good night. These are the truths we hold self-evident. <laughs> <laughs> that Infinity on High and Shrek Two are created equal. That's all I have memorized. Uh, oh my but, uh, god! That's oh my god! I think I think it's evident that we have to leave. I think we're done. We've crumbled. Ooh. We've yeah. Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Where are you on the internet? 
Uh, I am on the internet on twitter.com at CG and 8Rs. And from there, I have a pinned tweet that has all the other uh, various extracurriculars that I do. Um, so, yeah, you should as, check as that opposed out. to As opposed to curriculars that you do. Yeah. Regular curriculars. Regular curriculars, not extra uh-huh. ones. I feel like I feel like everything you do is a little extra. That's true. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. Tweeting about fucking podcasts that I be making, uh, such as Nervous Rex, which is a podcast where me and my friend Chris talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion. We watch an episode and then we hit record and we just kind of analyze it, decompress about the fucking shit that it shows us uh i've seen it before i'm re-watching it uh and chris is watching it for the first time um so that's against nervous rex you can find it on the same network as this show theorangegroves.com uh you can check out all the shows there and uh support the network which uh if you support it on the patreon you get like bonus stuff that's cut out of the out of podcasts and you get uh there's uh, a b- monthly bonus show uh, called Champs in the Making, where various podcast hosts from the network rank Pokemons. Um, there's also test pilots on the feed sometimes when there's opportunities Ew. to run them. Um, but yeah. Um, I think our show still has the most cut content, which is fun. Almost definitely. Because Joe and I sometimes just forget we're recording for like 20 yeah. minutes. Sometimes we're just hanging out in the middle of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff. Uh, if you've been checking it out, you know, it's been, uh, going up there since last December, there's been regular monthly stuff added to the Patreon. So, uh, lots of stuff to check out, um, for, for multiple shows. Um, what else is there? There's the Twitter SWGD pod, um, where we tweet when episodes come out and shit posts sometimes. I have a lot of shit posts lined up now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a very productive night for our, uh, for our team. Yeah. Um, and you can also join the Orange Groves Discord server to uh, you can chat about all the shows in the network, but that includes this one. Uh, there's a room that's uh, is called Sugar Sugar. We're going down Pod, and you can uh, peep in there and talk about the fobs or um, you know, the adjacent scene. I think sometimes other bands get posted in there just because they're like on the same wavelength. Like if if you went in there and talked about Panic, it'd be like I get it. Yeah. Uh, there's also a pairing playlist on Spotify. You can find a link to that in the show notes or search for FOB cast. Uh, you can, uh, you can every week, every week I pair a non fallout boy song with the fallout boy song. Um, I, I used to plan ahead, but now it's just kind of like, Hey, there's going to be something on there. Uh, but that's just kind of what happens when we get busy and record a, a huge buffer. Um, but, uh, there will be something on there that you can go check out. I recommend it. It's, it's usually songs that I genuinely recommend. Uh, and I try to keep different artists every uh, as as often as I can. A lot of, as much representation as I can on there. Please ignore the, the three Wonder Years songs. I only picked two of them. Caitlin picked one. That's true. I did do that. And it was a good. It was a good one. You know what? I I was not gonna hold you back. Um, Thank you. But uh, when, whenever you have an idea for a pairing, I just immediately use it. It's just hell yeah. Every every other week, I end up just thinking of something last minute. Um, yeah, gotta take advantage of when I actually know songs that work. <laughs> I I usually am just I listen to it. And I'm like hell yeah, that that works. But yeah, I think that's I think that's it. I think I've said all the things. I think we're good. I think we're good. Caitlin. Yes, Joe.
Whew, is this one more than you bargained for yet? I knew what to expect with this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one was fresh in our mind. All right, we'll, we'll catch you next Wednesday with a different Fallout Boy song. Goodbye.